Hey, Seven Mile Road. This is sort of, kind of our November update, but instead of giving you an update here for everything going down in the life and mission of our church in this month, we are just going to zero in, focus in on one awesome thing that is happening. If you have been paying attention, you will know that we have a team of eight of our women who are serving together on what we call our Kalos team. This is a ministry team that is built to make sure that every woman that Jesus gives us is valued and loved and gospeled really well. That's why this team exists. And basically, they come alongside your pastors to help us see to it that that is happening in a bunch of different ways. One of those ways is to say, hey, in this season, is there an initiative, some discipleship we can be doing that would really connect well with a group of women in the church right now? What might that look like? So we are going to catch you up on the initiative that's happening this fall so that you may know about it, be excited about it, pray about it, be on the same page with us about it. All right, I'm sitting across the table from two of our Katie's, Katie Barker and Katie Yu, and I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves to you to make sure you know who's who over there. We'll start with Katie Barker. Katie, why don't you just jump in and let us know who you are, where you guys live, what you're up to, and how you got connected to Seven Mile Road. Even if it's a little story, it's good. We want to hear. Um, I'm Katie. Um, I am married um, to Tim, been his wife and best friend for 16 years, and I'm mama to Isaac for the last seven years. Um, we intentionally moved close to Seven Mile about six years ago to connect with and serve with the church. Um, so in that time, we have lived in Wakefield, Melrose, Stoneham, and <laughs> Wakefield again. Yes. Um, and have really just tried to stay here, stay plugged in, and connect and serve and be committed to this. I am um, an ESL teacher, but I'm home right now um, working with Isaac during school. And that's what we're up to. All right, if you have not met Katie, these are the things that I wrote down thinking about talking today. You'd love her. She has this unwavering commitment to truth and a love for her Bible that just jumps out of her whole life. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Strengths Finder, but she's a woo. She's somebody who immediately wins others over. Uh, the day you meet her, you're just like drawn in to her world. Um, she's an ESL teacher by trade, but also just by gifting. You spend time with her and you just learn and you learn and you learn. And, uh, you don't ever need to watch National Geographic. If you know, mm -hmm. Katie, you just follow this girl on Instagram and you get <laughs> pictures of the whole seven continents because she's always up for an adventure. Um, so yeah, if you don't know her well, get to know her, you will be blessed. All right. Next to her is Katie Yu. Hey gang, I'm Katie Yu. I am wife of Marvin Yu for the last 12 years. I'm mama of four fabulous children, um, and we live in Linfield, Mass. And I had friends, really good friends, going to Seven Mile Road. We checked it out. We've been here about nine years, uh, yeah. growing ever since, loving and growing ever since. Um, I am a nurse, so I'm working part-time. And I'm a domestic engineer full-time. <laughs> I love that. Um, same thing with both these Katie's. If you've not met Katie Yu, I don't know what you're doing. 
the the first stuff that I wrote was, uh, have you ever met somebody who's really serious about truth, about things being right and best, but also really, really warm at the same time? I did not know those two things could go together, and she brings them both. Um, I was also thinking, you know how typically there's the kind of people that you want to call when the best thing ever happened and they know how to celebrate that with you? And then there's the other kind of people that you want to call when the worst thing ever happened. And usually it's not the same person. And Katie is one of those people that it's, it's both. Either way, you could text her and just know you're going to be loved. And uh, the other thing I wrote was somehow she gives you this clear feeling, I matter to her. And that is such a massive gift. So... Um, it is such a thrill to me to have these be the kind of sisters that God has given me as a pastor and a brother, and also the kind of women who are serious about seeing disciples made in a gospel-centered mission away through this church is the best thing ever. So that's who's kind of heading up this specific initiative, and here's what it is. So what we try and do, there's a few things we just do at Seven Mile Road, and if you're here now or in a year or five years or 20 years, we're going to be doing them. And then there's other things that they just come and go based on who Jesus has given us in a given season. And so as we were thinking about this fall, we realized, hey, there are seven or eight or nine um, women in the life of our church who are really newly married. What would it look like for our Kalos team in partnership with our pastors to come alongside those women in a discipleship community and help them take that steps into marriage? So that's the intensive that's happening this fall. It doesn't have some awesome name, but I'm just calling it the newly married woman's intensive. Um, And that's what's happening. So I'm going to have Katie Barker give an overview, just the big idea of the intensive and give you a sense of what it means to be a part of it this year and what they have been doing. Basically, we invited newly married women who had been married less than five years to be mentored by women who were older in their marriages, not necessarily older in age, but older um, further along in their marriage experience, Um, sort of to follow Titus 2, 3, and 4, and that the older women um, should be teaching the younger women and just try to apply that even though um, we don't necessarily feel older. Some of the women who are doing the mentoring aren't saying we're older, but we want to take the time to plug into people who are younger in their marriages than yeah. us. Um, so we um, plotted out seven sessions um, over three and a half months this fall to spend time um, with these ladies. Um, the content, um, basically, First Timothy 5, 1 through 17, yeah. gives us the qualifications for widows who are 60 years old to be taken care of by the church. Right. Um, so we're kind of working backwards from that and saying, how do I become a widow worthy of being taken care of. Right. Um, so outlining basically seven sessions to know um, what this, what these qualifications are, uh, to believe that they are good and true, yeah. um, and then to practice these guidelines. So basically saying the gospel in your head, your heart, and your hands as a new wife, or how to become a worthy widow. Right. Um, so that's a bit of the nuts and bolts. What else can I answer? Well, so first of all, I, I nearly jumped out of my chair when Katie and Sarah and I met, and we were kind of dreaming this idea up together. 
And Katie said, well, what if we started with the words of Scripture in 1 Timothy 5, where there is this picture painted on the back end of a holy, godly, missional, beautiful marriage, and how a woman has conducted herself in that space? And what if we just launched from there with these women who are just, 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 just getting started in the marriages and said, here is some biblical vision. How can you begin to shape a heart that would engage in a marriage like that? So we always want everything we're doing to stem directly from the clear and compelling words of Scripture. And like everything else we do, this track is doing that. Um, I guess what would the exp- just a snapshot of the experience be for one of these women who is being discipled and mentored in this track? What's that flow look like? Yeah, good question. So what we're doing is I they're prepping prior to coming, so they have homework to do. Yeah. So passages to read, um, digging into the scripture, and also reflecting, sort of assessing their own thoughts on this, their own practices um, in their attempts to do it. And then one of the amazing, awesome things that ended up happening was that each of these women also got partnered with one of the ladies um, in the church that was willing to say, I want to step in and mentor them over um, five different sessions this fall and two in the spring. Um, so they are walking not only in the, you know, in the word by themselves, assessing and thinking. And we've got some questions in there as well for them to think about with their husband. Um, and so they're reflecting on that. Right. Um, we come together on a Sunday night. We chat. We talk. We pray. We memorize scripture together. And then they have this chance to also meet with their mentor um, yeah. on the side. Right. So I, I love the setup of all together in a space and then individual mentorship, two different levels of building relational intimacy and all of it driven from I'm allowing the words of scripture to kind of be alive and at work. Absolutely. All right. So you've been, this is our first time through this kind of an intensive. You've done uh, a bunch of them. Are there any highlights that you would go, hey, this has been fantastic to see or to experience? Uh, not giving, uh, obviously, anything away from confidentiality that we have in all these settings, but just like, what have you sensed the Spirit has been doing? How would you describe that? Well, I have the pleasure of talking about highlights, but in some ways it's unfair because I'm not trying to be cliche. I mean, each one of these women are our highlight. Um, we have had to come to grips, Katie and I, that we are a little distanced in age from them, which is something we've had to swallow and embrace. <laughs> But it is so lovely to see them where they're at and to remember where we were at. Um, but each one of them have such incredible personalities, different from the next. Um, so that in and of itself is a huge highlight. Um, secondly, highlight has been how seriously they have taken this and um, their transparency. We have had true confession, um, trust. Um, but then we've also had lots of laughter and being real to one another. Um, Oh, goodness. Um, we've had application that we've been able to come back and say, hey, this was this made me think this week about how I reacted to X. And right. I want to change this behavior or I want to embrace this behavior. Um, and we've had real memory of Scripture, which I think I don't think anyone in the group expected us to hold them to. Um, but as always bears fruit. So honestly, the, the highlights have been many, I think. Um, do you have any more to highlight? to add? I think in hearing um, some of their responses off, you know, away from the group, just that this was an answer to prayer, or this was something that I was looking for. And we didn't have that feedback 
you know, coming into it, it was something that God had given us. Um, and so to see their loving of it is is awesome how the spirit worked and moved um, in that. And then, like you said, just seeing them take these ideas and thinking through what does it mean to be faithful to my husband in prayer? How do I manage my home? How can I display hospitality? What's it going to look like for me to bring up children? And taking each of these kind of qualifications and guidelines and saying, I'm going to think about these and um, just an openness to it as well, like not laws of resistance that the spirit is working in them. So I love that. Wow. Um, We never can underestimate what happens when we say, hey, we're going to open our Bibles. We're going to walk in the light. And we're just going to love whoever it is that Christ has before me right now that we have literally seen in the life of this church. There is generational fruit that happens and comes through that. So we're hoping for that through the track. Um, all right. How close are we to being done? Are you? Is there two more sessions or where are we? We have two more sessions, right? Okay. Three oh, three, the December, right. We have three more sessions. Uh, we and actually we have a conundrum. We wait. We break up our scripture each week, and we were trying to figure out how to mesh that out. So that's why I was tripped up on that. Um, we have three more weeks. Uh, I think we have still a lot more growing to do, and a lot more to cover. Um, a lot more encouragement to be handed out as well. Right. That's also part of this. I think is just encouraging each other um, to work. Um, invest in our marriages. Yeah. Um, and that's not something that, especially this age group, is doing when you're newly married um, out in the general public. All right, we're going to pray for these women. Can you give me the names of the, f- is it four women who are who are tracking? So, Anna, yeah, Bianca, Caitlin, and Maddie. Awesome. So we're going to pause just right on the podcast and just pray for them, the effort that they're making to be discipled and that that would just multiply out, not only for the good of their home and their future um, families there, but also our church right now. Father, I, I'm just so delighted that you give us the space to be shaped by you and to do it in community. It's the best thing. Thank you for that gift. I am glad that this Kalos team this year, in a pronounced way, is investing this fall in these four uh, young women in our church. I pray that Anna and Bianca and Caitlin and Maddie would be so surprised at what they are learning, at how the Spirit is empowering them with His grace, at how they are getting way bigger, deeper visions for what it means to be in a gospel-centered marriage and I pray that the things that need to take root would take root, that where there's healing, there would be healing, insight, insight, hope, hope, the places where there's a need that you would meet that need by your spirit. Um, I pray for the rest of this year as we're loving 60 or 70 women in this church in all different ways. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. So I pray that as we seek to build a strong church together, somehow you would build it through our efforts, and it would be way better than we could have imagined. So we just surround every single thing in prayer, and we do that also together now. Hear my prayer. Amen. All right, thanks for listening to this. Katie, what's the biggest thing you got going on this week? Go. Come on, top of your head. There's got to be something huge happening in your life. I want to know. No, 
my the big thing just ended. My I had family visiting, so that okay. was now we're on the downslope of uh, kind of resuming life as You're normal. You're putting your house back together. I got it. Being there. All right, Katie, you. What about you? Same. Just yesterday, finally made a decision about a car. My oh. least favorite thing on the whole planet. To yeah, do. I know, so right? I'll just spend time elsewhere, but we did it. So. All right. Well, this is great. It's going to help our people to have heard it. I love you. I'm glad this is going well. We love it. And, yeah, um, it's exciting and wonderful. It's, it's a privilege, really. I wish we had more time that we could spend with each lady. Um, and it was longer and all of that. But yeah. it's been so good quality. Definitely. Yeah. All right. If you're at Seven Mile Road, be praying for these women in the finish of these last three sessions in this track. And keep with us saying, where is it that the Spirit might use me or us to help people grow deeper in the gospel in a specific way, and let's do that together.